You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, sir, people, the time of the evening uh, where you join us on Pertinence uh, Punctuated. And Alhamdulillah, yes, uh, many of you really love the program. And uh, we really are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that. And we hope and pray whatever we do, maybe do it in the manner that uh, pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most. And Alhamdulillah, this evening, our astute alim, our very own uh, Maulana Salim Karim, will be discussing an important uh, issue, uh, a very important topic because this is one of the pillars of Islam. How do we create love for Salah? How do we create it? And, you know, you find some people coming to the mosque, the first one, uh, yeah, the, the, the last one in and the first one out. We don't want to talk about that syndrome, but inshallah, Molana will be motivating you this evening and he will be telling you how do we create a love for Salah. Molana Salim Karim, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. And tell us how you're doing this fine, a beautiful evening. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu shafat baya. Allah ta'ala grant you and our entire listenership afiyat this evening. Allah protect us from all sharr, shaitan, sihar, jadu. And the greatest thing that we should ask Allah ta'ala on a daily basis is Allah grant us tawfiq to make tawbah qabl al-maut before death take, overtakes us. One. Number two, every night, every day, we should make this muraqaba of moth that tomorrow I have to face my creator. I've got to leave this world. We came into this world to live in this world, to leave this world. Live like a stranger. Live like a musafir. Gharib means we have nothing. And like a stranger, a stranger has got nothing with him. Or like a musafir, he just has the bare necessities of life. So Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave us an easy solution for easy accountability. Allahumma hasibni hisaba yathira. Rabbul Alameen, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to constantly make this dua. Allahumma hasibni hisaba yathira. Oh Allah, make my accountability easy. So yes, namaz is as-salatu imadu deen. Namaz is the pillar and foundation of deen and shariat. And unfortunately, we as the ummah, imagine from all the bounties that Allah Ta'ala had given to us, Namaz was the special gift that Allah Ta'ala called Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on the night of Miraj to give this gift to the Ummah. Look at Allah Rabbul Alameen Jalla Jalaluhu. Look at Rahmatul Lil Alameen Muhammadur Rasulullah. Look at Hadrat Jibrail Alayhi Salam who had taken Rasulullah on this Mubarak journey of Miraj. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala when in audience with Rahmatul Lil Alameen, what did Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam present to Allah? So whenever you take a gift, whenever you visit, visit somebody, and Alhamdulillah, it is a sunnah, take a gift and go. It is a sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to exchange gifts. Because through it, Alhamdulillah, love generates respect and dignity. So Allah Ta'ala asked Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, my Habib, what gift did you bring to me? 
So what did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say? At-tahiyyatu lillahi wa salawatu wa tayyibat. At-tahiyyatu lillahi wa salawatu wa tayyibat. Allahu Akbar. Oh Allah, all my ibadats that I do physically, At-tahiyyatu lillahi wa salawatu wa tayyibat. And Allah, whatever charity, whatever sacrifices, Allah has brought all that as a gift to gifty. قُلْ إِنَّ صَلَاتِي وَنُسُكِي وَمَحْيَايَا وَمَمَاتِي لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ That's the cornerstone of Islam. Oh my Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, قُلْ Say to them, Verily, إِنَّ صَلَاتِي My ibadat وَنُسُكِي and all my sacrifices, and my living in this world, and my passing away, is solely and only for who? Lillahi Rabbil Alameen. It's only and solely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So just to give you an indicator, okay, all the other ahkams and laws of Sharia, Allah sent Hadrat Jibrail alayhi salam with verses of the Quran, every now and again, and the entire Qur'an was compiled in 23 years. Gee, the first hafiz of the Qur'an was Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Every year, Hadrat Jibrail alayhi salam used to come and revise the Qur'an with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi salatu wa salam. And the year Rasulullah was passing on, Hadrat Jibrail came twice and re revised the Qur'an with Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, but when it came to namaz, Allah Ta'ala called the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in such a dignified, such an honorable way, that come to me, my Habib Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, I have a special gift for you and for your Ummah. Allahu Akbar. So when you go to visit somebody, always take a gift. It generates great love and muhabbat. So when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam presented himself in front of Allah, he read this beautiful At-Tahiyyatu Lillahi wa Salawatu wa Tayyibat. And Allah Paak said, As-Salamu Alayka Ayyuhan Nabiyu wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. If we just sit in tashahud and ponder for a moment, okay, what a unique moment, absolutely unique, that Allah Ta'ala is talking to Rahmatul Alameen. Habib and Mahbub are talking to each other. You see a flower garden, Shafat Bhai. Uh, in Urdu, you say to the gardener, Ye mali hai, mali hai. He knows the value of each and every flower. He knows the temperament. He knows the color. He knows the fragrance of every flower in that garden. It's, it's a secret, alhamdulillah. So one great child put it that whatever Allah and his Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke on the night of Miraj is such a great ni'mat, such a great honor, such a great secret. You see, when you love somebody, there is some secrets that you share with each other about the love and, and commitment that you have for each other.
So that's why for my that Allah and His Habib sallallahu alaihi wasallam knows best. Like how the gardener in that beautiful garden of beautiful flowers, he's the only one who knows the secret of everything. Hey, see, so isi tara whatever munajat, whatever discussion, whatever kalam, Allah Taala spoke to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. See the beauty of it, the wisdom of it, the hikmat of it. And every aspect of it is Alhamdulillah between Allah and His Rasul. But the point what I'm trying to say to you that of all the bounties that Allah gave to this ummah, when it came to the ni'mat of namaz, the bounty of namaz, it was so special, it was so great that Hudud sallallahu alaihi wasallam was called on this official. Universal journey. Subhanalladhi asra bi'abdihi laylam minal masjidil harami lal masjidil aqsa Night of Miraj. So, respected brothers, Allah Pak in return said, I'm gifting your ummah 50 namazes. This is my gift to you. And to your ummah. As Rasulullah is returning, he meets Hazrat Musa alayhi salam. And we all know the famous dialogue that took place between Rasulullah and Hazrat Musa alayhi salam. The gist of it, Hazrat Musa alayhi salam asked Rasulullah, okay, what gift did Allah give to you and your ummah? And Hazrat Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Allah gifted my ummah 50 namazat. So Hazrat Musa alayhi salam said, go back to Allah. My ummah couldn't read two namazas. Ask Allah to lessen it. So Rahmatul Lilalameen goes back to Bari Ta'ala. What a beautiful journey of, of love and ishq that every time you get to see your Rabb, and that's exactly what happens in namaz. When you stand up in namaz, Worship Allah as if you are seeing Allah. Allah. And if you can't read that stage, then Allah is watching over you. Hazrat Rahmatul Lilalameen goes back and pleads to Allah, Allah Ta'ala, make it easy for my ummah. Listen it, Allah Pak says, fine, we make it 45. Comes back again. Hazrat Musa alayhi salam said, what did Allah say? Rasulullah said, Allah Ta'ala made it less by five, but Mike, go back. Ask Allah Rabbul Alameen to make it less even further. It went up and down. Till five was left. Hazrat Musa salam said, Bari, Ya Rasulullah, go back. Ask Allah. Because my ummah couldn't read two namazes. How will your ummah manage five namazes? said, Now how can I go back to Allah? Allah has made such concession. With what face should I go back to my Rabb and my Malik? I'm happy. I'll take this five namazes and go. So if such a gift is given to you and me by Allah Rabbul Alameen and Rahmatul Lil Alameen, are we keeping up to our namaz? How neglectful we are of our namaz. Azan is going. Fajr namaz. See the masjids. I wish that one day I love to see. I don't know when Allah will take us away. That our masajids in every town, city and village must be packed to capacity 
like how on the day of Eid we go to the Eidgah. The masjids are packed to capacity when it's raining and the Eidgahs are packed to capacity. The day when that happens in this world, in this time, in this country, when at every masjid in South Africa, in any part of the country, is full with musallis. See, the beauty of a masjid is the musallis. The imam is there, if there's no musallis, who brings and enhances the masjid? It's the musallis. We need to respect the musallis. We need to consider them, especially those musallis, Shafat Bhai, who are five times daily in the masjid. Not like some of us, Shafat Bhai, we come once on the janazah or there's a nikah or one time on Eid day and then we come mm. and boss the Imam Sahib and the Muazzin. <laughs> why the fan is not on? <laughs> why the, uh, the, yeah, you get different types of musallis. The one is that, you know, Salmi ek martaba hazir hote. Some of them, they only come when there's a nikah. Some of them, they come only when there's janazah. Sometimes they don't come at all. We have to read his janazah namaz. Mm. It's so sad, Safar Bhai, this is happening. Really, the beauty of a masjid is enhanced by the musallis. And those trustees, all of them, see, should take this in cognizance. It's not about your wealth. It's not about your power. That masjid is nothing without the musallis. So we need to respect the musallis of the masjid. We need to take mashura with them because they are the frequent five-time musallis. Winter, summer, autumn, spring. They are in the masjid. And it is said, Shafat Bhai, that some of the trustees, they don't even live in that area. They don't even come there. They're living in another town or city. But they're sitting from there and remote controlling the imam and muazzin. Mm. How pathetic is this, Shafat Bhai? It is makruh tahribi Shafat Bhai to read namaz behind an imam if you dislike him. And you dislike him because you got a personal vendetta against him, a personal grudge. Then it's better because you are saying, Ikta day to be an imam. And you stand up for takbir tahrima, Allahu Akbar, Allah. I'm reading two rakat, fajr namaz, farz namaz behind this imam and I'm following him. And you're having what you call animosity and grudge for the imam. It's better for you to then read your namaz somewhere else. See? So it works as a team. If you want, as you said, how do we inculcate this beauty of namaz? We can only do that when we got the basics right. Choose the best imam to read Quran. Choose the best muazzin to give azan. Pay that imam, pay that muazzin the best of salary. Because they have devoted their whole life for imamat and giving azan. They are not your knocker. You know, the other day I got so upset when somebody said to me, Moana, the Muazzin has to clean the toilet. I said, do you want to invite the wrath of Allah on your? The person who calls the azan on the day of Qiyamah will have the highest and the longest neck. Everybody will be looking at this person, asking around, who's this person? My kid. These were the Muazzins of the world who used to call out azan five times a day. Allah has given them such great darajat. Look at the Muazzinin of Haramain Sharifain. What Azaz and Ikram Allah has given them. And the Muazzin of my masjid must go and wash the toilet. Your, mas your muck and my muck. No, respected brothers, 
Why don't we use the toilet at home? Those toilets in the masjid is just for emergency, for sometimes people have got no homes, they have to come or they are late. Why can't we use our toilets at home? It's just the out of necessity. Shafatwa, we have to talk all these things. Because really this irks me when I see the person mm. of a masjid. Gee, cleaning the toilet. Gee, sweeping the yard. Is this the job of this? He must clean the bathroom. Allahu Akbar. And look at the maqam Allah has given to a muazzin. Look at the maqam of Hadrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala. On the night of Miraj, Rasulullah is walking with Hadrat Jibrail. And Rasulullah is hearing footsteps. Ya Hadrat Jibrail, whose footsteps are these ahead of me? For my case, this is the footsteps of Hadrat Bilal. Allahu Akbar. When Rasulullah returned, Rasulullah called Hadrat Bilal and asked, Ya Bilal, I went on this journey of Miraj and I heard your footsteps. What is it that you are doing so unique in the world that Allah has given you that status? I heard your footsteps ahead of me in Jannah. Hadrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala said, Ya Rasulullah, I only do two simple things. When I come into the masjid, I read Turaqat Tahiyyatul Masjid or Tahiyyatul Wuzu. And I always stay in, in the state of Wuzu. For my kisi wajasi Allah ni apko ye maqam nasib kiya. Because of these two good deeds of yours, Allah has given you the status. So respect your brothers, for Allah's sake. Respect the Imam of your masjid and respect the Mu'azzineen of your masjid. And on the other side, as Mu'an Abdul Razak rahmatullah used to always say, we build a 20 million rand masjid and we put a 500 rand Mu'azzin to give azan. Match your musalla with your imam. Match your musalla with your muazzin. Have the best muazzin. And it's also the duty, Shabbat Bhai, of the imam to educate the muazzin. To make sure that his pronunciation of the azan is 100% correct. Because it is Allah's kalam. It is Allah Ta'ala's call. Every word and letter must be pronounced correctly. Sometimes it is so hard, disheartening, when you go into certain masjids and you hear the azan. Sometimes I want to pick that muazzin up and take him outside and tell him, please sit here and go and go have lessons how to give azan. And we take it for granted because we're paying peanuts. So whoever can just say a few words of azan, we put them there as muazzin. That muazzin should be also be an alim. He should be a hafiz of Quran. He should be muttaqi. He should know the masla masayans of imamat because if that imam's wuzu break, who is the next person to stand there and take over? He must know the takeover procedure. Is the muazzin equipped? That's why it is very important, Shafat, by that those brothers who stand behind the imam must be educated about the masayans of imamat. If you put a, a jahil, I'm sorry, inverted comma, the person who doesn't know anything, I'm not trying to be insulted. A person who doesn't know anything about Masla Masail, because if the Imam's wuzu break, what is the sunnah way of the Imam taking a step back, holding the hand of the Muazzin and asking him to take over without speaking? It's a procedure, Shafat Bhai. If that is not taught to the Muazzin or the person that's standing, when you go into the plane, Shafat Bhai, you sit there by the window and that emergency door, that a hostess comes to you and tell you, can I... Can I inform you that this is an emergency door? Gee, if there is an emergency, we expect you to open this lever and pull it. Gee, it will open the door. Gee, isn't that important? Mm. 
So why can't we do this? So we must, Imam must teach the Mu'azzin and the Mu'azzin should be educated. Preferably he's an alim, preferably he's a Hafiz al-Quran. And sometimes, you know, Shafat Bhai, the beauty of this is the Imam himself should give azan. You know what a great honor it is for the Imam of the Masjid mm. to one day say, let me give azan. I'm sorry that I'm drifting from the topic, but I think we'll have to go with this topic Desha. for the next week also and the following week. But the bottom line here is that Allah Ta'ala hame masjid mein namazi banate. That's our dua to Allah. Allah make us true musallis of the masjid. Allah, the beauty of a masjid is to have the best imam, the best muazzin, and the best reciters of the Quran. And Allah Ta'ala grant the musallis who come day and night, half an hour before namaz, one hour before namaz, they're sitting in the masjid and keeping the masjid apart. Please do not make our masjid a palace. Don't make it a museum. Our masjid should be a parliament. A masjid should be the finances. It have, should have the Beitul Mal. It must have all the faculties that a government has. If people come from far and wide to accept Islam, we must have an area and professionals to handle that department, to handle the finance of the masjid, the education side of it. That masjid must be a 24-hour workable masjid. Not after Isha you put the alarm on and finish. Next morning, Fajr time, the Muazzin must come here and open the masjid. No, respected brothers, we must learn to keep our masjid. Yes, there is a masjid, I think, in Turkey. I want to bring this to the attention of our Muslims and our listeners. They have a 24-hour rotational recitation of the Quran in that masjid. 24 hours people are reading and making khatam of the Quran. One group comes, they finish the Quran. They leave, the next group comes. 24 hours, morning, evening, and night. They keep the masajid abad. It will be such a wonderful thing that sometime, inshallah, we can start slowly, slowly inculcating these beautiful ibadats that Allah Ta'ala give, has given to us. So, inshallah, may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq because namaz is the best way to stay near to Allah. If you want to be close to Allah, then the best way to do it is read your salah. Why? Allah Ta'ala has, inna salata tanha anil wal munkar. Because when you are going to read namaz, it will stop you from all vices and evil. It will bring you in line because Allah is watching you. Allahu ma'i, Allah is with me. Allahu shahidi, Allah is my witness. Allahu Naziri, Allah is looking at me. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. And if you want to generate love for the for namaz, it's going to start from the age of seven. Rasulullah said, when your child reaches the age of seven, introduce them to namaz. You, When they reach the age of ten, give them a little light beating and get them accustomed to read namaz. Because Whatever habit is formulated when you are young, is going to go with you in your janazah. If all your life as a teenager, as an adult, you never read namaz, you think namaz, you're going to press one button and you're going to start reading namaz, it won't happen. It has to start right from the age of seven. So inshallah, next week we will take this topic further. How to inshallah bring the wife and children to become namazi. First, I as the husband or the father should be a five-time namazi myself. Then only, inshallah, we lead by example. And such great hadiths 
and such beautiful hadiths of Rasulullah that when you read your namaz, what sukoon, what peace, all your difficulties and hardships are taken away. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq wa akhiru dawana alhamdulillahi rabbil Molana, you have to be uh, blessed. I got one Urdu uh, poem here. I don't know, but you can correct me. Main shair to nahi. But after me aapko sunkar, me to ashiki ban gaya namaz ke liye. Molana, bless you for that. I mean, that came on the spear of the moment. How would you rate me? Allah Akbar, subhanallah. I would give you 500 rands. Dubara irshad, dubara irshad. Bolo. Bless you. Hey, I tell you. Molana Salim Karim brings out the best in me, people. No, Molana, but you know, as you said, we shouldn't be putting topics under 513. You call the spade a spade, you know, and as you said, when you visit people, you give them a gift, you know, buy them a nice sponge cake or take a you know, lovely, um, uh, you know, whatever, asar or something like that. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a token that creates love. But what I loved the most was when you spoke about the Muazzin, you said, uh, Molana, uh, you know, our uh, beloved Molana Abdul Razak, you know, Allah, Allah fill his kabul with nur and grant him a generous of those. Where he said, yeah, we're building this million dollar mosque and we're putting these, uh, you know, cushion or one of the best carpets in the world. But then we, you know, the muazzin, especially, you know, you remember in Gray Street, many years ago, we had a muazzin that used to give the azan. We're not mentioning his name, but it wasn't an azan that was, you know, pleasant to the ear and it wouldn't attract people to the mosque. And, you know, very few people addressed that issue. There were one or two brothers that brought it up and no one took heed of it. But you made a very valid point. I recall in my mosque, I was only, I think, uh, maybe 14 years old, Molana. And one day I found a muazzin cleaning the toilet. As a lighty, I made such a big noise. And I wanted to know, because, you know, I used to appoint the imam of the mosque. I used to clean the mosque. Uh, I even opened up the preschool. You know, and all that. At a very young age, I had this, uh, you know, habit of delegating and getting things done. And so I took on the trustees. Alhamdulillah, they listened to me and they said, no, this, uh, this, this young man is right. I said, you don't. And uh, subsequently, I discovered that our Muslim, who only went back to Malawi last year, you know, at a ripe old age of, I think, 80 now. And, uh, you know, when he was going back, he held me and he cried and he cried. He said, you know, you organized my papers for me. You did so much for me. The, 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 the first plane ticket uh, that uh, we got, to, uh, uh, that I went back to Malawi. Uh, do you know your mother bought that ticket for me? And I didn't know that. My mom did it so secretly. Allah fill us cover, covered wow. with nur. But you know, things like this, uh, Molana, and up till today, we find uh, that, uh, as you said, the Imam, I used to always talk to Molana, uh, you know, Harun, uh, Rahimullah, always tell him, you know what, there's your deputy. Never ever forget that. And even last, his, uh, you know, till his dying day, I used to always, uh, after Fajr, you know, Molana was coming, hey, chef, how's it, chef? I mean, they called me by my nickname, chef. And, uh, you know, we used to talk about us and Molana, you know what, uh, don't forget Ibrahim, don't forget Ibrahim. But, uh, you know, the issue you make is so important that uh, we do take things for granted. And, uh, you know, Allah bless you for bringing up that issue. And, you know what, you are so pleasant in, in this manner that you are very palatable to the heart and also to the ear, Molana. And perhaps yeah, uh, I'll leave the parting words uh, to you. No, Molana, inshallah. Uh, what's the beautiful word? Yeah. It can't come you know, on my tongue now, right? Why should I But Allah Ta'ala, yes. Aapki al-taf ku or akhlaq ku dekar. Aapki al-taf, al-taf means kindness, yeah. generosity, softness. 
پریزنگ رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم آپ کی الطاف اور اخلاق کو دیکھ کر اخلاق مینس مینس سو لکنگ ایٹ دا کائنڈنیس جنروسٹی اینڈ دی اخلاق آف رسول اللہ غیر بھی کہتے ہیں ایون نان مسلمس ایکنالج تم ہو رحمت اللہ 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 اکبر یو آر رحمت للعالمین سو وائی کانٹ وی جسٹ بی کائنڈ جنرس اینڈ ود اور اخلاق جی وی کین ون اے ملین ہارٹس سفاد بھائی اٹ واز دی فوٹی ہٹ المدینہ بالاخلاق از حدیث اف دی پروفیٹ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم that Allah Ta'ala gave victory and freedom to Madinatul Manawwara. It was the akhlaq of Rasulullah and the Sahaba that won the hearts of the Ansar. Yes, Maulana, we'll leave it at that uh, time. Uh, Yama, thank our Lukalo for brilliant engineering. Yes, uh, from the team and I, till we meet you again, uh, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.